0: I'm Jess.
1: And I'm George.
0: And this is
1: Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it.
0: We had an anniversary. We did. We've been married for over five years now. Yeah. We've been together for over seven years now. Correct. That's kind of nuts.
1: Yeah. Time flies.
0: It does.
1: The other part, I'm not sure about
0: but (laughs) Time flies. (laughs) And you said, what are we going to record about today? And I said, we're going to record about what happened on our anniversary.
1: Yeah. And I said, what happened on our anniversary? Let me think. We went to dinner.
0: Yes.
1: And the rest of it I blocked out, I'm sure, on purpose.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yep. This is becoming a thing. Sometimes we go out to eat and sometimes we think twice. (laughs)
1: Or we should anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So on the morning of our anniversary, you went to work. I did. And
1: and you were home because it's quote unquote summer.
0: It is summer and our kids are home. And so I am home with the kids and we are doing their usual workbook thing. And, you know, if they're going to go somewhere first thing in the morning, then we let them off the hook with the workbook we don't make them
1: well if we are going somewhere first thing in the morning we don't wait for their slow nonsense
0: <laughs> right yes and if they want to go you know after we come home then they can earn their free time with the workbook after
1: but but this time The boy was trying some new meds.
0: The boy was trying some new meds and...
1: They had gone good like for a week and we had gone to the doctor a couple days before this.
0: And the level of the med was slowly increasing in his body and it started to have some positive effects, but then the effects were not as good after a while.
1: Yeah. Like our aunt, he went past the good effects and kept going.
0: It's true. And they
1: weren't good anymore because as my work wife says, don't have too much fun or too much of a good thing is no good.
0: Yes. And so we get up in the morning, and he gets up like seven thirty, seven forty.
1: Right. So I, I probably was already at work. You know maybe. how
0: many fourth graders get up at seven thirty in the morning on their own without being prompted? I'm not sure.
1: Let's not take a survey.
0: Let's not and just acknowledge that our 10-year-old is a 10-year-old toddler.
1: Yes, he is. Sometimes he's four.
0: So he gets up at 7.30 and I have him go get breakfast. And I don't know, he was being ornery about not wanting to make his breakfast. And I was waiting for him to get food into him before I gave him pills.
1: Right. So basically everything was just going along like it does.
0: It basically was.
1: You tell kids, do the thing that's good for you. They argue with you. Then they do the thing because you make them.
0: Eventually, yes. And
1: it's things like, you know, eat, use the toilet, brush your teeth, you know?
0: Yes. Uh But when you are micromanaging your children because if they lack micromanagement, then there is zero management.
1: This is correct.
0: Then it's easy to forget some of those things. The boy had stayed up late the night before.
1: That was my bad.
0: You had forgotten to take away his iPad because we were watching a comedy special, I think. Right. So, you know, he he had had less sleep and he was being ornery and I hadn't gotten him his pills yet. And... He sits down to do his workbook with me.
1: And he hadn't had any pills yet?
0: And he hadn't had any pills yet at that point.
1: So this doesn't really have to do with his pills yet. That was probably the next week.
0: That was probably the next week that had gotten into the pills problem. This was him not having had enough sleep and missing the good effects of the other pills. Yes. Maybe, although the late night dose that he had had at bedtime the night before had been very late, so they hadn't finished metabolizing, I'm sure. He decides that he doesn't want to eat and he's just going to do his workbook. Okay. And so I sit down with him to do his workbook and I say, you know, are you sure you don't want to eat first? I'm trying to get things ready for my classes, trying to prepare work for my courses to get ready to teach a brand new subject when he's not interacting with me. My brain is in 12 places at once and he starts doing this thing that he does sometimes where... He is only half understanding the material, and so he's coming up with about half-right answers.
1: And a really half-cocked way of approach to him.
0: And then he insists that all of his wrong answers are jokes, and he will make this really bizarre laughter about ha 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 ha, ha that's not right. Ha 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 ha. And eventually I was just like, you know what? I am done. I am not going to help you if you are not going to actually engage with me on learning how to actually do these math problems. Mm -hmm. And I got up and their book was halfway between his lap and my lap. And it just fell off of my lap onto his lap. And I got up and I walked away because I was not going to continue engaging with that because it was completely unproductive. And he starts complaining about his nose.
1: Because this makes as much sense as anything else he was doing.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so and
1: what what are the other two kids doing since I wasn't here?
0: Number one is probably eating breakfast and making their bed and doing all of their morning chores, and then probably sitting down with their computer to engage in their hobbies of planning and programming and composing music for video games that they do. Mm-hmm. Number three was probably working on her book in the kitchen or eating breakfast in the kitchen. I remember she spent most of that morning sitting in the kitchen.
1: Away from him.
0: Away from him, yes. He is sitting there on the couch in the living room. I get up. I walk away from him on the couch in the living room. He starts complaining about his nose. Yes. He says something about, you hit my nose. And I'm like, where? I don't. I did not. I got up. I dropped the book on your lap. I left. Yes. I went to the kitchen. I started cleaning up the breakfast dishes. I started cleaning out, you know, the pan I had fried my egg in, you know, keeping myself busy so that I look productive and he doesn't have cause to think that I'm getting to do anything I want to while he's upset. That's what he
1: likes to accuse us of all the time.
0: That we get to do everything we want and he doesn't get anything. Right. And so in order to head off that argument, I was going to make sure that I looked productive.
1: Right. While you're doing your chores... You you want to look productive.
0: <laughs> well, yes. But, you know, I could have just gone in the other room and taken a breath and, you know. Right. Read some stupid internet memes and, you know, regain my sanity. But instead, I'm going to make sure that I am being productive and looking productive. Right. And he starts complaining and complaining. And then I say, you know, you need to either eat your breakfast or you can work on your workbook or you can go to your room. Mm-hmm. And he says, No.
1: He's starting.
0: And at that point, usually if I leave him alone for somewhere between five and 20 minutes and I just come back and say, then here are your choices again, then he'll engage with one of them. Right. This time he wasn't. He was going to ramp up and he started yelling and screaming from his perch on the couch, rolling on the couch, rolling on the floor. I was not going to give him any attention for it. Okay. And every time he would get in my face to the point where.
1: And you're good at that.
0: I, I have had a lot of practice. I just have
1: to, I have to go outside. Not
0: engaging with the insanity. And I have
1: to go far enough away outside that he doesn't figure out where I went.
0: <laughs> I am, you know, doing a chore. I, if I have to walk through the living room or if I have to go where I'm going to be, you know, interacting with him, then I just say, you know, you can work on your workbook or you can eat your breakfast or you can go up in your room. No, F you, you suck. Mm -hmm. So on and so forth. And Mm -hmm. then at at that point... Once he starts swearing at me or being disrespectful to an adult, then the consequence is now you do have to go to your room for being disrespectful to an adult.
1: And he knows it. And he knows it. But but he hasn't had any pills yet.
0: He hasn't had any pills yet.
1: And poor Jess and, doesn't really remember this yet.
0: And Jess hasn't remembered that he hasn't had any pills yet because he hasn't eaten any breakfast yet.
1: Right. And he got up late because he stayed up too late. And so the, all the components for the perfect storm were Yeah, there. he
0: hadn't had enough sleep and yeah. He was not up late, though. He was up after, like, before eight o'clock. So. Yeah, it was not pretty. And eventually I hear him go upstairs and I think, oh good, he's gone to his room like he's supposed to. And then I hear stomping down the stairs and stomping out the back. And, you know, I'm in the kitchen and I walk towards the dining room and I see him coming and I'm like, I'm not going to get physically in his way, but he just goes out the back door and I'm like, if he needs some downtime in the backyard, whatever. And so I'm watching him and he doesn't stop in the backyard. He hops the back fence and keeps going. Which he is supposed to ask permission before he goes and plays in the county lands behind our house.
1: Right. Is that when you text
0: me? That is when I texted you.
1: You said, Hey, did you
0: happen to give him pills before you left? And he just decided to leave our house without permission and leave our property without permission.
1: And I I said, well, he probably will come back, but you could send number one child after him.
0: And I did. Immediately, I went and I got number one's attention. And I said, hurry, get shoes on. Hurry, take your phone. Your brother just went out the back door. He thinks he's running away or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him go out and I saw him go left down the hiking trail. So follow, listen for him, look for him, see if you can find him, go down to the main road and go up to the drugstore.
1: He's... Let us know where he is.
0: If you see him, let us know. If you think you see him, then stay still for a minute or two and sort of see if you can suss out if he's actually there. You know, giving the autistic teenager...
1: As much instructions as you can before the other one gets away.
0: Right. (laughs) And now go. Mm Mm-hmm. And he starts to head out the front door. And I said, no, out the back door and out the back gate. What?
1: Oh, boy. <laughs>
0: I'm like, oh, fuck. And so I'm texting you about all of this. Too
1: bad you couldn't have sent his sister after him. He probably would have tried to engage with her.
0: He probably would.
1: Yeah. But, but you and I weren't thinking that. We were thinking adult-sized person. Adult-sized Retrieved person child.
0: following the small human in case, you know, there are any other adults who decide to engage with the problem, there looks like there's an adult sized human, not the nine going on 20 year old who is capable of interacting mostly like an adult sized human, but won't be perceived as such.
1: No, and she'll end up arguing with him. She will. Yeah.
0: So that was no good. And as soon as I sent him out the door, I continued texting with you, just keeping you up on what's going on. Start texting with the teenager and I start getting my own clothes on so I can go the other direction and we can just start walking around the neighborhood.
1: And see where this punk has gone to.
0: Yes. And I'm looking, you know, seeing if I can GPS his watch phone. He didn't have it. I found it upstairs in his bathroom later. Right. Right. I'm looking, you know, on the GPS with the Find Friends app and looking at where his brother is going and texting with him and getting dressed and making sure that number three child is getting dressed because she's going to have to go with me. She's nine and I can't leave her here on her own for if I don't know how long it's going to be. Right. And just as she and I are ready to go, there comes a knock on the door. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm upstairs still maybe getting my shoes on or pulling my hair back or something. And number three looks out the window and says, it's number two child. And I'm like, oh, good. Mm -hmm. And I come down the stairs with my shoes off and my hair half done, looking probably a little bit frazzled. And I open the door and there's number two with a police officer. Yep. Come to find out that as he was out on the trail, he had flagged down some other walker on that hiking trail and said, call 911. My mom hit me.
1: That's what he did. Happy anniversary, dear.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. He he knocks on the door and says, can I talk to you out here for a minute? And I go out to the porch and he sort of gestures for number two child to go in. And I'm like, I don't know if I want number two inside with number three and not any adults. But at this point, I'm not going to, you know, make a big fuss. I don't know how long this officer is going to be. But he says, "Um, so what happened this morning? And I say the boy missed his meds and didn't get enough sleep and has longstanding behavior problems and decided to take off this morning. And when he had gotten there, I had said, "Oh good." Like I was relieved to see the officer and the officer said, "Have you been calling us?" And I said, "No, I was about to." Uh-huh. And he says, "Well, was was there any sort of altercation this morning or any fighting or anything? And I say, yes, I can show you the overturned table and the overturned water bottles that this kid had knocked over when he went up the stairs. Mm-hmm. These big gallon jugs of water that we had sitting on our stairs that he had knocked like three of them down and completely broken them. And then others had just gone tumbling down the stairs. Right. And tables and chairs that he had upended Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm not sure what the officer is trying to get at with this questioning, but let me give you the pertinent information. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, he says that there was some throwing of things. And I was like, oh, yes, there was. And he knocked over these things and he threw shoes and he, you know, threw his book. And he says, did you throw any books back? And I said, no, we were working together on a book and I dropped it on his lap. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, he says that you threw a book and it gave him a bloody nose. And like this kid gets bloody noses.
1: He has especially lately been getting them two or
0: three times a week. He has allergies and he probably will end up getting the insides of his nose cauterized if it doesn't stop within the next year or two. So I'm like, no, I did not give this kid a bloody nose. Allergies gave this kid a bloody nose.
1: And he can make it bleed too, which he likes to do.
0: He does like to He's make it bleed because way. he likes blood. Because well that's that's not really weird for a, a middle grades boy. For a ten year old boy liking blood is kind of a it's it's a phase that a lot of ten year oldish boys go through, pre adolescent boys. Right blood is cool apparently and so yes he will make his nose bleed. and on in general we do our best to not give him any positive attention for it and just direct him to solve the problem right but this time he's walking down the path and has a nosebleed and comes up on a you know somebody and says call the police and then the police come see him with a nosebleed and he says my mom hit me in the nose right hit me with the book
1: and here they are
0: and here they are and I say, oh, well, no, that is, that is not what happened. And the officer says something about the security cameras. And I'm like, oh, yes. Would you like to come see the footage?
1: Right. So then you have to go get your computer. I have
0: to get my computer out. I have to load the DVR software that connects to the DVR unit through our Wi-Fi.
1: Right, because usually we look at it on our phones, but that's not easy to rewind on.
0: You are correct. So I pull up the computer because it can rewind way easier. Mm -hmm. And I start playing the video and it didn't want to let me click on a place to play from it. And I felt really concerned at that point, like the officer was going to think I was jerking him around or trying to be dishonest with him because I'm like, no, really, it should be playing from here now from 8am. That's about when we sat down. I'm trying to get it there. I'm sorry, officer. And you know, he seems mostly like, yeah, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. You seem a little frazzled. And I think this kid is why. hmm. But he's also trying to suss out these kids that frazzle their parents are more likely to be abused for yes. this reason. It's true. And is that the situation here? hmm So I'm trying to get it to play and trying to get it to play and trying to get it play from the right place instead of from midnight. And... <laughs> Eventually, I just let it play from midnight on extra, extra fast forward. Mm-hmm. And so we're just sitting there twiddling our thumbs waiting for it to come up uh, on the you,
1: You're frazzled, I know, because the technology is misbehaving and you're on a crunch here. Yes. That's why you're frazzled.
0: And I'm trying not to be ticked at my kid for taking this officer away from, you know, whatever else he could be doing to actually make the world a better place. So So
1: eventually it plays from midnight to 8 a.m.
0: So it plays, yes, through to 8 a.m. And eventually it gets to the 8.30, 8.40 time, whatever that was, that I dropped the book on the kid's lap.
1: Well, here's the good thing. Since it plays it from midnight, he can see everything that happened. Yes. He can't say, well, what happened at 7 or what happened at 6 or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all there.
0: Yeah. So it plays and he sees me drop the book on the kid's lap. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I take note that I dropped it a little more forcefully than I probably might have otherwise, but I still wasn't anywhere near his face. Right and so the officer is like nope i don't think so and number two child's like what yes you did and so i try and back it up so that number two can look at it and see no really here's me standing up here's me dropping the book off of my lap onto yours
1: he's gonna argue with you now and the police officer he's
0: gonna argue with both of us and the book in my lap
1: gave me a bloody nose (laughs)
0: This is the kid who hates houses when he stubs his toe on the door frame and who blames the outdoors for him going out barefoot and stepping on goat heads.
1: It's totally the, the outdoors fault. It's for totally the
0: outdoors. Goat- How they, dare it? They grew
1: those goat heads and put them right there.
0: So this kid is like, no, I didn't see that. I don't believe you. And so I try and back it up and I try and play it again. Uh-huh. And it backed up to like seven, no, to like 620. And the officer says, no, I think it was before that. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it was 6 f- or at 840, but I'm not going to argue with you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to back it up. Like you said, officer. Right. And let it fast forward to 840 again. Right. <laughs> and it did. And so the second time the officer sees it again, and he's like, you're right, you, you dropped the book. And number two child says, no, no, she hit me with the book. And the officer says, I didn't see any evidence of that. That's not what it looked like in the recording.
1: What are the poor other two children doing while well, there's an officer here? I, are they lurking?
0: They are lurking. Okay. And I, While I was outside with the officer, number three, talk number two into fixing the water bottles that he had knocked over.
1: Oh, she was done with having things wrong.
0: (laughs) She was. And not only that, but she is... Even though she is technically the youngest, she gets put in the middle child position a lot because... Yes, she does. She is cognitively and developmentally the middle child. Right. And so she is in that peacemaker position of, come on, just just fix the mistake. Mm-hmm. Mom, Mom will be less angry with you if you fix the things you knocked over.
1: Right. You'll feel better too, but don't tell him that. No. <laughs>
0: okay he's you know the other two are lurking and number three is coming and going and number one comes back because I had texted number one that we had found him and he could come back now and number three is coming and going and trying to sort of keep an eye and an ear on what's going on but Did yeah, you they're tex- lurking
1: you text him well While you guys were waiting for the video to play? Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. And the officer basically says, and it's funny to me because he's doing this diplomatic thing where, you know, if one person has a problem and you address everyone about the problem so that the one person with the problem doesn't feel attacked. Right. And so the officer says, well, it sounds like you guys just need to work on your ability to manage your emotions and not getting so frustrated that you make poor choices. And because he had said, you guys, number two makes it all about me. And I need to manage my emotions. As soon as the officer left, he's like, yeah, you need to manage your emotions.
1: Yeah, he took it as the guy's giving you a lecture and he's, you, you obviously were not the one out of control. So
0: yeah, I knew that. And the officer knew that. But number two is not going to hear that.
1: No, not unless the officer said it to him directly. And even then at that point, he wasn't doing so good with that.
0: No, he wasn't. And so the officer didn't give that much of a lecture at that point, because he's like, this kid is clearly developmentally delayed. This kid clearly has other issues. That was the other thing that we had talked about on the porch was, you know, what other evidence do you have of these emotional issues that you are suggesting your child has? Mm -hmm. And I say, you know, this child has been considered for an emotional development program in the schools. He's been suspended three or four times this year from school because of these choices. And the officer says, have you considered therapy? Therapy because we mentioned the meds. And I said, yes, we have. And he's had intake appointments with more than one who have basically said that after the intake appointment that they won't be able to service him because his needs are beyond their capacities. Mm-hmm. And the officer kind of was skeptical of that because he's like, no, I've seen a lot of kids who get a lot of therapy around here.
1: Until he saw the kid arguing with him about what they were having oh my had God. in black and white right there. Right? Yeah.
0: I don't think he even got it at that point, but the officer was just like, you know what? There's no crime here. I'm going away now. Yes. Because he was all done trying to solve the problem if there wasn't a crime. Right. So at that point, number two's like back on, I don't want to say even footing, but like he's pulled himself out of his brainstem at that point. He's able Mm -hmm. to, he's never going to take full responsibility for his choices, but at least he's not like in fight or flight mode anymore.
1: Right. And did you give him his pills then?
0: I did give him his pills then. Okay. And I made Breakfast or no breakfast, take these pills. Right. Right. And then he slept because generally having fits like that wears himself out. Yeah. And he slept on the couch and then I made him clean up after himself on the couch and then I made him get back to his book Mm -hmm. because... Generally, I'm a pick your battles kind of person, but if this is the battle that you decided to get the police involved in, I will win it.
1: You're going to do the book, sir. Yes. And that's final.
0: So he did the book. And at that point, you know, number one and number three had been compliant and helpful and kind and respectful all day. Mm -hmm. And the plan was for that evening, because it's our anniversary. Yes. That we were going to go out for dinner.
1: Yes, yeah, so you were gonna
0: I was going to drop leave the-
1: kids at, at my aunt's house so yes. they could swim and the teenager could poke at his phone while the kids were swimming.
0: That's generally how it works.
1: The other kids' dad would come and get them. Yes. And and
0: number two would stay the night with his aunt his great aunt right. while you and I were enjoying our quiet evening
1: yeah which we we didn't get to quite that easily because we, then we had to go bring his stuff because he took the wrong backpack he and
0: took the wrong backpack didn't have yes. his meds and we weren't having that we so. still had to go on our way to our dinner to take him his things but yes we, we didn't even get to that point yet. At this point, I'm like, okay, if this kid is going out and getting the police and trying to tattle to the police on me for something I didn't do because he wants to be in charge of a situation that he messed up for himself, do I want to let him go anywhere? Yeah. Anniversary or no?
1: Right. Yeah, and that was a good question.
0: But the flip side of that is something that we often ask ourselves, you and I... there has to be a balance between enforcing expectations and the enforcement being us punishing ourselves.
1: Right. And the other part of figuring that out is what he's going to learn out of it. Right. Like it's not the same as what his sister or his brother is going to learn out of something like that. And so there's no reason to disrupt that, especially since number three child really wants to go swimming and has earned it. And so...
0: So, there you go. yeah, at that point I felt like, okay, he has done his book, he has been as respectful as he is capable of being on a regular basis, especially after a tantrum, mm-hmm. and I am just done with managing small humans. Mm-hmm. So we do eventually take the kids over to their aunts. I did.
1: You did. Because I, I you went were, back with you with the bag.
0: Yeah, you weren't out of work yet, and I wanted to get cleaned up and ready to go out for dinner with you. And mm-hmm. Have some peace.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, and you were understandably v- still very angry with him through the weekend, but uh, I guess yeah, I you know,
0: yeah, I was, and we, at that point, but like,
1: there was nothing to do with it because there's nothing he's going to learn out of that situation. So right. you, then, you and I have to do, just deal with whatever emotions we're having about whatever he's done. Right. And typically for most kids, they'd have to deal with that to an extent that you felt some resolution and so did they, and that would do everybody some good, but it doesn't.
0: No. It doesn't. And he's, I don't know if he's never going to feel resolution or if he feels resolution as soon as he feels like he's gotten what he wanted or as soon as he feels like he's escaped or completed his punishments.
1: I have no idea.
0: I don't have any clue which one is which or if, you know, if he even does feel any sense of resolution about these situations. But... But at this point, it's not worth trying to suss that out because the results are not going to be any better or worse for that determination. Correct. So I was just grumpy with him all weekend. And he knew I was going to be grumpy. And I told him that on Saturday morning when we went to pick him up. Mm -hmm. Was that the day I went to pick him up and he was poopy when I picked him up? Or was that a different day?
1: No, that was that day. That was that day. I know it's hard to tell which day was a poopy day. Oh my God. They're all poopy. Fuck. Yeah, you went to get him and you guys were going to go to the store.
0: Yes. And he had been on his iPad or tablet since he had woken up, which was before your aunt. Mm -hmm. So God only knows what time he had woken up and gotten on that tablet. And the more screen time he has, the more entitled he feels. Mm -hmm. And by the time we get to the car, I don't know if he had pooped himself inside your aunt's house, but he was poopy by the time we got in the car. Mm -hmm. And so we went home and he got a shower. Yes. Even though we were supposed to go to the store. Nope. Right. So... Happy anniversary. We made it. One more year. Eight more to go. And then what? And then we'll have some time to ourselves. Yeah, they, they need to they need to get out. They do. Yeah. They do. At that point, I actually started looking into boarding schools for troubled teens because a lot of them do take early adult. Adoles- Once they hit double digits, some of them will take the child.
1: Right, because as you said, they don't learn much until they have to get out for a while, and then they say, oh.
0: And this is what number zero has said, you know, that they, they they acknowledge completely that they were ungrateful and really stupid the first time they were sharing a home with you.
1: Because they didn't know any better.
0: They didn't, and they couldn't. And especially with the emotional development that they had been provided before they joined your home, they there was no way they were going to have the ability to appreciate it. Right. So... Yeah, that that was a thing that I was considering for a while. And I still it's still in the back of my head. But the problem is that without further tiered interventions to lead to it, there's no way to get it funded.
1: Um, We haven't, we got to find the right thing for his needs. And that's difficult.
0: It is because his needs are so difficult. Yeah. Recently, you had mentioned the possibility of PSR psychosocial rehabilitation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is his, his
1: doctor said that one of the last two times we went, which were pretty close together because of med changes, she asked about a PSR and she said we might have to reapply for therapy first, even though that wasn't the even way though to go.
0: all of his intake appointments basically triage him and say sorry we can't.
1: Yeah, they say he won't benefit from it, but he could benefit from a PSR type thing. He might. Yeah, so I'll probably ask her about it when I see her again because she this does. Is,
0: this is worse. Than and standards of care
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> right you will see this number of therapists and you will get this number of letters and references and then we maybe will help you if we have the time the energy and you have the money
1: yeah well we'll see what the doctor says we will next time yep. i always feel like i'm not sure if i want to talk about what happened with him sitting there because i don't want to wind it all up again
0: No, no, I totally understand. And it's tricky because you know that when there is another body, he will self-manage slightly more. Mm -hmm. When the doctor is there or when someone else is observing, he will go completely batshit on us, but he will only go halfway batshit on the doctor.
1: Yeah, he'll try to get her to buy into, you know, his end of the story. but And I just don't want to get them thinking about that again and wound up about it.
0: So anyhow, we did take the kids to your aunts and they did go swimming and yes. then stay away for a little while because she still doesn't have her driver's license.
1: No, she doesn't. She Can did I... pass
0: the written test though. Yeah. After only four tries, I was impressed.
1: Yeah. It's not easy to pass.
0: I was impressed that she was able to pass it. I don't think anyone else in our family passed it on their fourth try.
1: Yeah. Now she's working on the driving part.
0: How did that go on her first attempt?
1: Uh, Apparently she got four automatic failures, whatever that means. And I didn't want to ask, uh, and she didn't call to tell me.
0: Which is funny because she usually calls to tattle on herself because she is the queen of negative attention.
1: Yeah, but her cab driver, our our babysitter.
0: Our our teacher friend, yes.
1: Was babysitting my aunt, and she took her to the DMV and sent me a text, I think after she dropped my aunt back off. Uh Like, okay, that didn't go so well she got four automatic failures and I didn't ask. But apparently she told my sister who said, oh, I was thinking she didn't, she got in the car, she didn't put her seatbelt on or she didn't look at the car beforehand. These are things
0: that are automatic failures, but they're things that people can overlook. Like regular people could overlook these things. And so her being extra scattered and slightly dementified could have also overlooked. Like when they say, turn your right blinker on, and she turned her left blinker on. Or if, you know, they said, turn on your headlights, and she turned on the windshield wipers. Or if you don't plug in your seatbelt before you turn on the car, or... I I thought it
1: was one of the things you do right away. Yeah. Because, maybe because of the terminology used, automatic failures. But when I talked to my sister, she went through a yellow light. She was weaving in and out of lanes, and she wasn't following directions, and then something else that my sister couldn't remember.
0: Which, not following directions was one thing that we thought that might have been a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: She doesn't follow directions. She really
1: fights directions.
0: She has that obstinate streak, and then also, half the time, she may or may not actually understand the directions, and that...
1: Then that she gets mad about that, and so then she is, is more determined not to follow whatever it is you think you should be doing. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Well, the good news is... The dementia aunt is not driving yet.
1: And she seemed like she was pretty good for a while. And I say that because yesterday, not looking so good.
0: No, you had her come over here to watch the house while we were waiting for the garage repairman, garage door repairman. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was here and I wanted to go back to work. And the boy had come home on the bus for I don't really know what reason. But anyhow.
0: So yeah.
1: He was supposed to be at school and she was not with it. But I knew grandma was dropping her off and grandma's like, look, she wasn't doing good at the restaurant. And like she couldn't pick up her fries and get them to her mouth, and when
0: when I got just home, wasn't right, she was talking on the phone with grandma, and grandma was you know specifying to your aunt exactly you know here's why I'm concerned about you, and it was things like she wasn't holding her hands right to hold her silverware, even that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, and she hasn't done that in a while,
0: but it does happen occasionally,
1: right? So we thought, well, because she hadn't done it in a while, we thought maybe they got her meds right because she was being pretty functional, and she went and passed the written test, and so at that point, I was saying, well, if she can pass the written and the driving test, then I guess she can drive because if the state will give her a license, then legally she can drive. And everybody's like, no, no, don't let that happen. Well, there's nothing to do about it. And in my opinion, that's the way it should be. So we thought, well, maybe she's going to pass the driving test now, or at least some of us do. But the way that turned out, I tell my sister, we could take bets on how long this might take. And, and her, we all ended up on the same number. Infinity? No, uh, no, you you said you were betting your safety on never, but something like at least four times total. Right. And my sister and I had said three more times. Right. So. All right. Well, I don't know. But here, here's what I do have to say. Yes. Back to the other subject of yes anniversary. This is how you know your wife loves you. She's willing to try not to get arrested because of your child on your anniversary <laughs> and still go to dinner. So there
0: oh he's my son too he's my stepson but he is my son yes i take good care of my kid Mm -hmm. and you do if i go to jail because of the kid then that would end up worse off for him and for us
1: that would be a bad anniversary
0: that would be a bad anniversary yes all right
1: all right that's it then
0: construction next door beeping i hate it anyway getting the insides of his nose cauterized if it doesn't stop within the next year or two i'm not
1: the ent so go ahead with your story i mean not the cauterizing (laughs) thank you (laughs) you're welcome